Welcome to Blast the Airwaves with Blast Intermediate Unit 17. Here at Blast Intermediate Unit 17, we strive to transform lives and communities through educational services. On this podcast, we will provide you with educational solutions for all, no matter the learning environment. So teachers, administrators, caregivers, what are you waiting for? What would happen if we started questioning what if? What if we had a positive perspective on education? What if we flipped the switch on education? What if we were the solution? Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Kirsten Smith, Grants and Education Officer at WVIA, and we also have Craig Santora as well, the Director of Educational Programs at WHYY. Kirsten, Craig, thanks so much for joining us today to discuss educational solutions for all. Specifically, we'll be discussing everything that PBS has to offer for our caregivers in the Commonwealth. Are you guys ready to blast the airwaves? (laughs) We're ready. Absolutely. So why don't we start by having you tell us a little bit more about each of your roles in relation to our topic today. Uh, Kirsten, let's start with you. Sure. I'm the Grants and Education Officer at WVIA, which is the local NPR PBS affiliate in northeastern Pennsylvania. We cover 22 counties. And my primary responsibilities in relation to today's discussion is I'm the Director of Education for WVIA. So I'm uh, tasked with overseeing all things education at the station. Wonderful. And Craig? Sure. I'm the director of educational programs at WHYY, which is in Philadelphia. So uh, we cover all of the Philadelphia area, the five-county region in Pennsylvania, as well as southern New Jersey and and Delaware. And, you know, as as uh, the education director, uh, we've been working with our local intermediate units. We've been working with local school districts. Uh, and, you know, recently, uh, recently, it's been a year now, uh, with, <laughs> it has sure flown by uh, with, with the State Department of Ed uh, to uh, help kids and parents and families find the best resources from PBS to learn at home. Yeah, wow. Craig, you just completely springboarded into next question, which is fabulous. But as a result of the, the pandemic, Craig, you know, the Department of Education and PBS has really strengthened that relationship. I know even with us at the intermediate units working with you guys, I work specifically with Kirsten, but at state level meetings, it's it's been fantastic to learn everything that PBS has to offer that I, I never knew. Uh, can you share with our listeners, Craig, what has been added to PBS since last March a year ago, I know for me, again, there was a number of new resources that I was not even aware about. Sure. I, I, I just want to say first off that it's been great working with the State Department of Ed and also with the other uh, Pennsylvania PBS stations. It's been a really, I think, kind of a new uh, era for us to to work together in a way that we haven't before to address, uh, you know, these kinds of huge problems that that uh, uh, these gaps in education that families are facing. Um, so uh, there's been a lot that that we've done, um, ranging from really big things like a, a, a TV schedule that has been completely revamped to serve different grade bands, uh, uh, pre-K to three, uh, four to eight, and a high school band. Um, you know, some of it looks similar to our, um, our PBS Kids programming, but then we've also taken stuff from primetime that is appropriate for older kids and brought that down to, to younger grades. Um, we've added uh, really great educational resources uh, that align to those shows. You can find them on 
uh, all of your station's website. Look at your local station uh, first, I would say, but also there's a PBS, uh, a PA PBS website that you can go to too. Um, there's activity sheets for, for every show uh, or almost every show. Uh, and uh, we've had some special programs and some special, you know, there's been uh, like Robot Doctor and Family Code Night. Um, WQED out in Pittsburgh has this great uh, SOS for schools. If your school is going to mm-hmm. shut down for like two weeks, there's just curriculum that you can you can jump on there. Um, and uh, and then we've worked with our IUs. Each station has worked with their IUs on these sort of offline learning projects. Some of them were uh, grabbing go bags that kids could take home with them with activities. Uh, some of them were using a small computer called a Raspberry Pi. Uh, and then you know the big thing that's kind of on the horizon now is that we are experimenting with our broadcast signal as, as a way of reaching kids who truly have uh, no access to the internet. And how can you use a digital broadcast signal to, to bring them the resources that they, that they need to, to learn at home? And then I think there's also just, uh, there, there's just a, a mainstay of PBS resources that, that existed before the pandemic uh, that, that I think families are, are really starting to use and that we've been uh, you know, training teachers and families to, to use those resources. Yeah, I thought, well, I am not a parent right now, full disclosure here, but I am part of Big Brother, Big Sister. And when I learned about the parent resources page, I sent that right away to our organization because even as a a caregiver in general um, or after school program, they're so useful and there's so many ideas out there. Uh, So I was grateful for that because sometimes we have to be virtual with our littles and and it's nice to to have some resources. So thank you, Craig. and so, Kirsten, one of the biggest benefits of PBS is the PBS Learning Media, and it's it's been around, um, but it's I think has been strengthened so much through this and the partnerships and talking more with teachers and intermediate units and Department of Ed, but um, and even like the Pennsylvania PBS Common Carriage. Can you explain these two features for our caregivers? Yep, absolutely. Uh, first, PBS Learning Media is really. Uh, a treasure trove of online resources uh, that are largely connected, not just to PBS programming, but also to state curriculum. So what you have at PBS Learning Media is you have media clips, you have uh, video clips, you have uh, lesson plans, unit plans, you have audio files, you have documents, all relating to curriculum standards and themes throughout the uh throughout the nation, but we really, we drill down in the state to really look at the uh, uh, Pennsylvania state standards. Additionally, they connect to PBS programming. So if you really, if you're teaching a science class and you're learning about polar bears and their natural habitat, you could go to PBS Learning Media and augment that lesson with some great video clips from nature, maybe even Nova. You've got uh, resources like, um, you know, documents and photos. You, there's just so much out there to enhance your lessons. Uh, so that's one of the benefits. Those are some of the benefits of PBS Learning Media. Additionally, PBS Learning Media has parent resources. It has teacher resources. So teachers can go on PBS Learning Media and really do professional development even. Um, you know, and there's a, a wealth of professional development opportunities for teachers on that site. But I think the most important piece and 
you know, looking at it from a teacher's perspective, you have all of these wealth of resources, but it's literally for every grade band and every level. So whether you're teaching pre-K or 12th grade, whether you're teaching gifted or you're teaching special needs, there is thousands of resources on PBS Learning Media to help you do your job and make the experience more exciting for kids. I might just add also, it's a great resource for you know snow days or opportunities where maybe you have some extra time in class. Just jump on PBS Learning Media, kind of gather in your favorite section some videos or some uh, interactive activities that kids can do when they finish an assignment early or a test early. You know, they can go over to the computer and do an interactive lesson. And believe it or not, no matter what you teach, literature, science, math, even physical education, languages, music, that's all there for you in PBS Learning Media. Now to springboard over to Common Carriage, what Common Carriage is, is that the state adopts a PBS schedule that every PBS station in the state is going to air at the same time. So if it's 10 o'clock in the morning, you know you're going to have Sesame Street statewide, and that's what's called Common Carriage. So we have this uniform channel lineup throughout the day, and that's determined uh, not only by grade band per hour, but also we have a mixture of different shows relating to all different subject areas. So you've got social-emotional learning uh, in the morning with kids programming. You have literature and language arts. You have science and nature. You have all all of that, even in the afternoon for our older students, you have the same sorts of, of programming. So it's it's nice because whether you live in Philadelphia by Craig or you live in Scranton Wilkesbury by me, the the show lineup is the same. And real quick, let me add that we've actually married the Common Carriage and the PBS Learning Media together. So when you're watching Daniel Tiger at uh, 9.30 or 10, or you're watching Nature Nova at 2, you could actually go to WVIA.org or WHYY.org, and you can find uh, the schedule for Common Carriage and related PBS Learning Media resources. And like I said, that's statewide, no matter what uh, PBS station you um, have in your region. Yeah, and I think that's also fantastic to keep in mind that like if you're a parent at home or a caregiver and you are also working and you have kids, Craig, I think we were just talking, your kids are at home still right now. So like if you know they're learning something, you could say, hey, I want you to watch this episode and then here's some supplement supplemental materials that you could like play with if your son or daughter or niece, nephew, grandchild doesn't have content at that time, right? So I think it is helpful and beneficial that way as well for caregivers. So thank you, Kirsten. Um, and I know, like I said, I am more of like a caregiver. I work with my nieces and my nephews and, and littles, but you both are parents. And we also have many caregivers and parents listening. If I was a caregiver, what would be your recommendation for me to use PBS at home with my child or children? Um, Kirsten, why don't we start with you and then we'll go to Craig. Sure. Uh I would say that the the best use of the resources is really just to either um, encourage excitement in learning. So if I'm at home uh, and I have three kids, uh, actually I have five kids, I have two stepchildren and three children. So when they're just kind of not sure what they want to do, uh, these resources are great to just 
you know, get them engaged. They're fun. They're interesting. I know one uh, one of my kids was actually fascinated by the country music documentary, and there's lots of resources on PBS Learning Media about that. So his interest in music was really engaged by the resources and that programming. Um, and, and certainly as a caregiver also, if your child is struggling in a concept area or in a, a skills area, you can actually go to our resource page on PBS Learning Media, type in, you know, oftentimes your teachers will give you a list of standards that are perhaps where there's some weakness or uh, conversely, it might be that there's a strength. You can actually go to our resources, find that standard and then see all the different activities that you can you can give your kids to just kind of augment or enhance their learning. So um, I think that's really empowering for caregivers to consider. Great, thank you. And Craig, what would be your recommendation or suggestion? Yeah, so I do have two kids at home. One is uh, five, and and one is eight. Um, and I and it, it's been you know a pretty crazy year. Um, you know, the eight year old has not seen the inside of a classroom yet. Uh, this year, but he will soon. Um, but I think that um, it's different for every family and and every family. And I think what's great about these resources is that every family can use them uh, as as they need to. I think there's really, um, you know, it's great stuff just on TV for little kids, you know, and it's safe and you know that they could watch it and be enriched by it. Um, and then I think that there's, you know, PBS Learning Media uh, is is a, a super amazing, uh, rich resource that that you can dig into uh, at any time. Kids can do it self guided. I think that's really nice too. Um, there's parent uh, resources out there, as you mentioned, Rebecca. Um, and I think that uh, you know, don't be shy to reach out to your local station. I, I think that uh, people like me and Kirsten want to talk to you. We want to hear about what's going on, and we can we can guide you. Uh, and I think that those relationships are really important. I also think don't shy away from the prime time stuff. Uh, you know, I think people think of us as uh, little kids during the day and maybe old people at night. Uh, <laughs> but those documentaries that we show are amazing. Shows like Nova are amazing. Uh, and they all come with educational resources and they uh, are are designed to teach you. Uh, and so don't, don't shy away from those if you have older kids. They don't have to be that much older. I mean, my eight-year-old. He's not going to sit down and say, Dad, show me Nova. Uh, but if we were watching Nova together, he'd go, oh, you know what? That's pretty interesting. Uh, so, so I think reach out to, to your local station um, and, and dig into the full schedule because there's, there's really great stuff out there. Yeah, and I'll definitely link all of these resources. And if you don't mind, your emails as well, you know, in our show notes, because we do um, do add the show notes. So we'll link some of that for our listeners. But now it's time for our favorite part, or at least my favorite part, our Blast 5. Um, all these, like, no pun intended kind of things, you know, Blast the Airwaves, Blast 5, you know. But we're going to blast you with five rapid questions for you to quickly answer. And these are related to the topic of, you know, professional, personal, just some fun things for our listeners to get to know you. So Craig, I'm going to start with you. Do I do all five in a row or do you jump back and forth? I'm going to, we're going to do all five to you all in right. a row. I'm ready. ready? So go. your favorite candy? Uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Favorite PBS series? Uh, Xavier Riddle and the Secret Museum. Favorite part of your job? Uh, helping kids. Favorite food? Uh, there's a, a sandwich called the Chicken Marouche at a local Lebanese restaurant near me in West Philly. It's worth the trip. It's Wonderful. And your favorite music? 
uh, it's been a bleak year. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Tom Waits. Um, but we also have like uh, 80s dance parties after after dinner. I don't know. That's That sounds like a lot of fun. I would love to, to join in on that. Wonderful. Thank you, Craig. Don't you feel like you're on like the family feud or something? Where, like, it, it was, that, was, that was intense. I'm sweating. I, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Good job, Craig. Kirsten, your turn. All right. Ready? Yep. All right. Favorite candy? Junior Mints. Oh, that's a different one. Dark chocolate. Favorite PBS series? Uncovering Shakespeare. Mm, yes, of course. English teacher yeah. in her heart right there. That's right. Favorite, favorite part of your job? Oh, I love working with the, the students and teachers. Definitely my favorite. Uh, favorite food? Uh, can I say junior mints again? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, of uh, course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, from, I'm from Wisconsin, so uh, you guys call it cheese fries out here. That's what I'll say. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. And favorite music? Well, I have, like I said, I have five kids, so I don't really have a choice of what music I listen to, but I do like, <laughs> I do like rock. So I would say that's what I like. Great, great. So you guys pass with flying colors. Just kidding. It's not really a quiz. So, <laughs> but <laughs> we cannot thank you enough for your time today. And we know our listeners have enjoyed, enjoyed it too. And it's been a blast again. <laughs> no pun intended, Kirsten and Craig. <laughs> but thank you for taking your time today to connect with us and all of your dedication and hard work working throughout the year to connect our state initiatives and our educators and our families, our offline kids, our online kids, everyone. Um, it truly has taken a tribe, right? Or a village, I'm sorry, a village. It's taken a village. Um, and a pleasure to speak with you on this podcast today. So take care and I'm sure I'll see you soon on the Zoomosphere. Thank you. Right, so. Thank you, Rebecca. It's been a pleasure. Yes, thank you very much. We would like to thank you for blasting the airwaves with us today. If you like the show, please subscribe or leave a review. If you want to know more, check out www.iu17.org for further resources and show notes. As always, we want to thank you for what you do every single day. Remember, keep shining. We'll be back next episode to provide you another educational solution for all as we continue to transform lives and communities through educational services.